So in today's episode, we're going to start the conversation about the profound connection between our work and our well-being and creativity. And the question we want to ask all of you out there is, are you stuck in a job that's draining the life out of you? Or are you on a path that aligns with your values and brings joy to your everyday life? Stick around because in this episode, we're going to explore the wisdom of the late Dan Miller, author of 48 Days to the Work You Love, and uncover some secrets to finding work that truly fuels your soul. In today's episode, we are dedicating to Dan Miller, and we're going to share with you the impact he's made in our life and why we're now living a life that we love through work that we love to do. So let's get started. Hello, creative soul. Welcome to the Beauty Hunters podcast. Are you feeling stuck, not having enough time, money, or energy to create? Do you want to make a difference in this world with your creativity, but you feel exhausted by life's responsibilities and void of inspiration? You are not alone. We are your hosts, Jonathan and Michelle Rose, fellow creative souls who understand the struggle. We once lived a life consumed by the daily grind, leaving us feeling empty and dead inside. And that all changed when we discovered the mindsets and skills that allowed us to stay in creative flow and infuse everyday life with creative passion. We are here with strategies and inspiration to help you fill your daily life with vibrant creativity. If you are ready to thrive and take your creativity to the next level, then grab your coffee, tune in, and let's create a more beautiful world together. Before we get into it today, we just want to say that we are recording on Valentine's Day, so... Babe, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. And I just want to take a moment to express our love and gratitude for each and every one of you who listen. Your reviews and feedback warm our hearts and let us know that these episodes are making a difference in your lives. So if you haven't had a chance to leave a review, please go over to Apple Podcast, leave that review. It goes a long way to helping other creatives find this podcast and make the world a more beautiful place. So speaking of love, let's transition into today's topic, finding the work that you love. You know, Steve Jobs once dropped this profound truth bomb, and he said, the only way to do great work is to love what you do. Now let that sink in, because oftentimes our work isn't something that we would say that we love to do. You know, it automatically brings to mind something that Dan Miller once shared with us, in class. And in the Hebrew language, the words for work and worship mean essentially the same thing. And I find that super fascinating. You know, it challenges the way I perceive that daily grind of work and worship. Yeah, it's definitely that reminder that, man, we just do everything as if we're doing it unto God as an act of worship. And it brings so much more meaning into just the mundane things uh, in a world where most people, a staggering 34% admit to dreading getting up for work each day. That's evidence that, man, not many of us are living a life that we love. So today, I'm on a mission to change that narrative. I know what it's like to love my job. I love what I'm doing right now. And I also know what it's like to get up in the morning and dread my job, dread the commute, dread going to work, and just going through the, the motions of the daily grind. There's a reason why we call it the daily grind. So back when we were taking one of Dan Miller's classes, I worked for an auto repair shop. I loved the work there, but when I got promoted to help the owner open up our car sales division, I had to leave the shop that was five minutes from my house, and I had to drive to another town that was 45 minutes away. I had to leave the familiarity of all the relationships I had made with the technicians and 
all the vendors and just, I was you know, in, a, in a good spot and really enjoyed what I did. And I had to go into the car sales realm and any seasoned car salesperson, any person in sales period will tell you, it's a tough gig. You don't earn a dime unless you sell something, unless a car rolls off the lot. And the pressure, man, the pressure just mounts up and I found myself clocking in more hours, sacrificing precious time with my family just to keep the bills paid. Now, the job had potential, but it requires a certain type of person. And man, I salute you. If my hat's off to you, if you thrive in that kind of environment in the sales with high pressure and commission sales, and if you can do that and keep creativity alive, hats off to you for sure. Yeah, seriously. And if that's, and if that's you, reach out to us because we want to interview you on the podcast for all those other salespeople who want to keep their creativity alive. But for me, it just sucked the creativity out of the marrow of my bones. And I... <laughs> <laughs> He's not lying. <laughs> um, so I had to make some changes. And, you know, it was a tough call. But with the support of Michelle, I stepped out and I had and I and I chose to leave that job and step out on the path, path less traveled and build something for myself. So I embraced five months of unemployment, living on beans and rice. And it was, it was good during, beans and rice. It was good beans <laughs> and rice. Yeah. Um, with, with some Tabasco, everything That's right. is better with Tabasco <laughs> sauce. Um, but in that, in that season, something magical happened. It was that crucible of, of uncertainty. It was that pressure cooker of just having to make something work that I found at Hands on Fire and started making the the drums that I'm making now and discovered work that was creative and it was in my skill set and it was in my passion zone. And that leap of faith, that journey into the unknown, man, ended up in me building something that was the perfect intersection of my skills and my passions. Yeah. You know, and so you've heard Jonathan's journey to finding the work that set his soul on fire. And if you're contemplating a shift in your work or just starting out on this exploration, you know, we wanted to offer all of you some tips. And here we've taken a few tips inspired by Dan Miller's 48 Days to the Work You Love. And uh, so let's get started with that. Yeah. And this is just just an overview of some of the principles that Dan presents in that book, 48 Days to the Work You Love. But if you really want to dig deeper after this episode, we would encourage you to pick up a copy of that book. Um, It is life-changing. And Dan Miller was an awesome guy that we had the pleasure of knowing personally. And his wife is like a serial creative too. They really did support people in the arts. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, so the first thing you have to do is clarify your passions and your skills. Take a moment to get out your journal Spend some time writing down what truly makes your heart race with excitement. Where is your passion? What are you naturally good at? And it's in this intersection where the magic happens, that place where your where your skills and your passions meet. So for me, it was percussion. I've been a drummer, percussionist my whole life. I've always been super passionate about rhythm and drums. I grew up the son of a welding instructor, so I was already good at the metalworking side, working with my hands. So when I stumbled across the idea for a steel tongue drum made from a propane tank, I mean, just boom, all of a sudden those two paths, the percussion and the welding and the metalworking side just combined and converged into one idea. And I just knew I had to give it a try. And to be honest, the very first drum he made, I could tell 
that he was a whole new person, you know, coming off of those years of uh, seeing him drain. And, you know, in a previous episode, I mentioned for Christmas, I wanted him to set up his drum set in the bedroom just so that he could have a place to go play. You know, that was that same season. And so uh, this was definitely where where things shifted. One thing, the next thing, you know, that is a good thing to do is make sure you're setting clear goals. You know, look at both the short-term and the long-term goals. You know, Jonathan was working um, after this, after he quit his job at the auto repair shop, he was working part-time painting houses for two years while also building his business on the side, you know? And so those clear goals, they help you build a roadmap for your journey, ensuring that you stay focused and on track. You know, if Jonathan didn't have that short-term goal and the long-term goal, you know, there, it would have been easy to just have gotten stuck into more years of painting houses than just the two years. Yeah. And I think along with that, it also really helps to just hold things with an open hand. For me, you know, I didn't actually have a long-term goal of making a steel tongue drum my full-time living, but it was fun. I was passionate about it and I was good at it. And so in the short term, my plan was to just make it a very lucrative side hustle. And then it just took over and I worked myself out of the other job that was paying the bills until the drums could pay the bills. Yeah. And so I took that leap full time, which is our third point is you do have to test before you leap. So without that long-term goal, I just had to hold it loosely and allow myself some space to just test things out. And that's an important thing to do. That's the other step is just hold it, hold it loosely and test some things. Just try some stuff out before you make a dedicated leap. Now, if I had just, after my very first drum, just jumped right into, I'm going to do this for a living, we probably would have been on beans and rice a little bit longer, <laughs> <laughs> right? It took some while to get the traction. Um, so just running those tests and finding out things that worked, finding out things that didn't work was was really instrumental. And it's also how I found out that, oh, I can sell these not just on Etsy, but I can go sell them at festivals. And at first I did just music festivals. Well, that was a test. Well, the festivals, the music festivals were okay. But then when I started doing art shows, they were way better. And so I just kept running different tests on how I sell my art until I found something that really was the best fit. Right. And it was all during during the time of you working for someone else as well. So it, it the risk wasn't involved while you were trying to test things, right? You know, um, and, and another step is to make sure that you have a financial plan. You know, these transitions often come with financial challenges. And so it is a good idea to sit down with those people who um, are also affected. You know, so Jonathan and I sat down together. And in his case, cutting back and embracing a diet of beans and rice, it was only a temporary solution, but it was an easy solution that we were both committed to. And it's crucial to know that what you're willing to do if you hit those bumps in the road, what what are you willing to do? Can you sell belongings? You know, will you be able to deliver for Uber Eats? You know, just make sure you have contingency plans in place to ensure you're prepared for those uncertainties that might arise because there will always, life just is that way, right? There's always something you have to be prepared for. Yeah, and, you know, another thing about the, having a financial plan is, you know, we had some savings, but we had to really watch our budget. We had to just make sure that we were on point with, you know, only spending dollars that had a name on what they were supposed to be spent on. And, right, because yeah, we had so. about two months worth of savings 
And we we on purpose chose to make them last five months. Right. Yeah. Uh, but that was because we had a plan and we stuck to the plan. And, and we sold a couple of things. <laughs> and we sold some things. Um, I'm blessed to have Michelle in my life. She's an amazing planner, especially on financial stuff. I'm I love my that, numbers. I'm more of that creative side. And so if you are weak in that area, like I am, I'm not the best financial planner. Get some help. Don't be too arrogant or be humble. Ask for help <laughs> if you need it, because the payoff is so worth it. It can really launch you into something great if you're willing to to make those sacrifices. Well, and in hindsight, it actually doesn't even feel like a sacrifice, right? Like now that we know the life that it gave us, it's like, man, that was the best decision we ever made. Right. Yeah. We're actually jumping right into our last point is have supportive community. Um, have people that know what your goals are, know what your passions are, have people around you who will help you accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. And you know, we'll be there for you when things go south or things go sideways or when you hit an unexpected roadblock and they'll just hold your hands up or encourage you and help you keep your eye on the prize. Yeah. So being part of the group that shares your passion and aspirations really can make a huge difference. And if you're on the lookout for such a community, we would love to welcome you to our Facebook group. And uh, you can find the the link in the show notes, or you can visit the bit.ly bit.ly backslash beauty hunters community. And, you know, your creative journey doesn't have to be a solitary one. It's not something you're meant to do alone. Creativity is something that's meant to be shared. And so let's do this together. Let's thrive together. So we want to thank you for joining us on this exploration of work passion and the pursuit of a life that you love. Remember that your journey is uniquely yours and sometimes the path less traveled is where you discover your true calling. This episode has been dedicated to the late Dan Miller and the incredible impact he had on our lives during this journey. If you'd like to know more, you can look up Dan Miller and his life work at www.48days.com and discover resources that can help you transition into the life that you love as well. So until next time, keep chasing your dreams, stay inspired, and we'll meet you over in the Facebook group. Take care and always keep making the world a more beautiful place. Thank you for joining us on the Beauty Hunters podcast. I hope this episode has encouraged you. If so, would you please take 30 seconds and share it with other creatives in your life? And please leave a quick written review on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews keep us inspired and help more people discover the podcast. Okay, time for us to hit the road. We're off to our next art show. We'll meet you back on Monday for another episode. Until our next encounter, always remember that your creativity will make the world a more beautiful place.